With WrestleMania coming up very shortly, I just wanted to talk to you about your own experience at the event. Uh, you were a referee, of course, in the WWE for just over 20 years, I believe. And uh, your first WrestleMania was Mania 4, if I'm not mistaken. I actually, in fact, I recall you uh, taking a couple of bumps that night, first in the Dino Bravo-Don Morocco match, and then later with the shot with the megaphone from Jimmy Hart. Uh, so how would you describe uh, your overall uh, first experience at a WrestleMania? It was uh, both intimidating and also amazing. I mean, like for someone, you know, I hate to sound so cliche about it, but WrestleMania, like it's it's like the Super Bowl, and I can only imagine the referees in the NFL want to be a part of that, the biggest show of the year, and and being there for the for WrestleMania four and getting legit knocked out was really <laughs> special. <laughs> I have to preface that by saying. It wasn't Jimmy Hart. He didn't do it. I did it to myself. <laughs> Can you tell me about the a little about the overall atmosphere in the locker room the day of a WrestleMania? It's again, it's like nervous uh, anticipation, but also uh, there is a different kind of feel. There's a different vibe. There's an excitement there, and uh, um, you know, um, it, it's not that it's not there during regular shows or TV or anything like that, but it just. There's something about WrestleMania that makes it different, and everybody's kind of like, okay, I want to be remembered, but not for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to uh, mess up, for lack of a better term. <laughs> right, right, understood. Uh, can you kind of walk me through a typical day of WrestleMania? Like, how, how does it dif differ from any normal day as a referee? And as a referee, uh, what were some of your other responsibilities throughout the day? Uh, well, some of my responsibilities were also part of the ring crew and getting the ring set up. And, you know, of course, at WrestleMania, you have a lot of uh, stagehands to assist, and you just got to make sure that everything is set up just right. And, it's, again, it is pay-per-view slash TV, so mm -hmm. everything has to look uh, clean and pristine and, and just make sure everything's in its right place. And then during the day, it's a long process. It's not just day of WrestleMania. The day before also, the there's walkthroughs with the entrances and, and you know, trying to gauge how long this is going to take for this entrance and that sort of stuff because they still have to time the show and that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a lot of uh, going over things and making sure that everybody is aware of what they're responsible for. And, uh, you know, as a referee myself, getting with the talent and making sure that uh, uh, I know everything I need to know for the match mm -hmm. and make sure that... Uh, you know, like I tell people, the referee's job really in any match is to help the talent tell their story. Right. So I, I need to know what that story is to, uh, and try to help them tell it without being a distraction. Makes sense. What, how would you, um, is there a particular process in determining how uh, any referee is assigned to any particular match? It's usually and generally. Um, you know, the when they do their production meetings and there's someone is assigned assigned to assigning the referees to the matches, whether it's a uh, back in the day a Mr. Briscoe or mm -hmm. uh, uh, Jack Lanza, whoever the agent uh, or a producer now called the producer <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, um, is is to assign the referees, and then sometimes the talent uh, can request a certain referee for their match. Uh, you know, like back in the day, obviously Earl was the head guy, so he. It was usually prominent in most of the uh, top matches. So um, hmm. there is a little bit of a pecking order, but at the same time, um, requests can be made by talent. Mm -hmm. 
And, and of course, the referees, the talent, as we know, went through many iterations, uh, depending on the uh, advancements and, and the uh, different stages that the business went through as a, as a whole. But of course, the referees had to adapt as well uh, to different, uh, different styles of uh, programming, um, including the uh, different uniforms that you guys had to wear. I remember when you started, uh, you, you had the long sleeves with the bow ties. And then uh, eventually adopted the uh, the striped uh, short short sleeve shirts, and then the SmackDown blue. Um, is there was there any particular uniform that you were you were more fond of that felt more comfortable for you? Oh, I, I fell in love with the SmackDown blue. Mm-hmm. There was something about it. it. It was it differentiated us from the Raw brand, and you know we did have a, a little bit of a friendly rivalry because we were brand specific at the mm-hmm. time. So, you know, there was a little bit of a friendly rivalry, not only amongst the talent, but amongst the referees as well. So we, we thought, you know, we, we would bug them that uh, you guys are in your basic black and white. You know, we, we stand out because <laughs> we're, you know, we got the cool blue and stuff like that. But uh, um, it just, just because it was different and it felt like evolving and I, I don't want to say that it was a distraction, but it, it looked different from everybody else. And, and mm-hmm. that's what I most about it. And aside from just that first WrestleMania, um, of course, the Mania 4, you re- refereed every WrestleMania, I believe, uh, since you debuted. Aside from that one, uh, what are some of your fondest memories at the event from your own experience? You know, obviously, the, the, the two WrestleManias in Toronto were special. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, WrestleMania 6, Hogan, on, uh, Hogan Warrior, and again, being in front of your hometown, and the 18, and not refereeing the match, but just being out there, sneaking out into the into the audience, into the arena proper, uh, the Sky Dome at the time, now the Rocky Center, mm-hmm. um, to, for that Rock Hogan match, and just taking in that atmosphere was incredible, you know. And uh, I think back to WrestleMania 17 at the Astrodome, being a part of that crazy hardcore match <laughs> backstage, also a part of that ladder match, you know, being one of the referees outside for the uh, the three way ladder match between the Dudleys, the Hardys, and Edge Christian, right how special that match was and, 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 and incredible there and all the way to Eddie Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio in Los Angeles to open the show one mm-hmm. of the one of the opening matches at a WrestleMania I won't say the best but it was a good match to open WrestleMania being a part of that because I had a special relationship with Eddie we got along so well mm-hmm. uh, but, but again the most special moment for me and I mentioned it earlier about how sometimes talent can request a referee was Edge and Undertaker requested me to referee their match at WrestleMania oh. 24 in Orlando, which was my last WrestleMania. Getting to referee the main event of a WrestleMania mm-hmm. with uh, a guy, because uh, I'm an Undertaker guy, our locker right. room leader, and and one of my best friends in, in the industry, a fellow uh, Canadian, uh, I'll call him a Torontonian, closer <laughs> you know, so that moment for sure is absolutely special for me. Probably the most special WrestleMania moment for me. Yeah, it's, it's hard to remember a lot of stuff, but I remember the, the it was at TV, and I remember the city we were in when Edge approached me about, uh, mm-hmm. about the situation. It was like uh, two weeks before WrestleMania or something like that. We were in Little Rock, Arkansas, and you know, uh, in the locker room, he walks in, hey, Esther, what's up? He goes, hey, Jimmy, can I talk to you for a minute? And he brings me outside, and he takes me over to take her, and uh, they told me about it, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. And I was at the same time, again, I talk about <laughs> the coolest thing ever, but at the same time, I better not screw this up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you mentioned also the, uh, 
some of your other matches that you refereed. Uh, of course, the crazy hardcore matches. I think you did two of them uh, back to back in back to back years. Uh, and then, of course, taking a ride in the in the golf cart at uh, WrestleMania 17. What was that experience like? That was that was that was wild. I mean, like first, uh, uh, Raven commandeered a golf cart, which Big Show <laughs> jumped on the back of. Right. And I don't think they anticipated. Obviously, Big Show's a big, heavy guy. I don't think they anticipated because when he went to go turn the corner, right? Big Show was heavy. He lifted the front tires off the off the off the uh, ground. So Raven couldn't steer and actually drove it into a fence where there was uh, uh, power cables for the oh, show wow. running. So everybody's kind of like, oh my goodness, oh no, we panicked. And then mm-hmm. they start running down the hallway as opposed to taking off with the golf cart. And of course, uh, I got grabbed by Kane, thrown on the back, and I got chauffeured by Kane on a golf cart. Right. The and, you know, and then Raven fell and Kane almost, well, he hit him, but he almost ran him over. And then you also talked about the ladder match, um, of course. What are some, because ladder matches, of course, are non-traditional um, wrestling matches where a referee is not required uh, to play into the finish. What are uh, specifically the role, what is specifically the role of the referee in those types of matches? Uh, mainly to keep an eye on talent and to check on talent because, mm. uh, like you said, it is an extremely... Uh, tough match on, the, on, on on anybody participating in one because you're taking uh, crazier bumps, especially when it's a TLC match because you're taking bumps off ladders, you're going through tables, mm-hmm. chairs are involved, you know, uh, obviously 17, the big spear off the, uh, while Jeff was hanging by edge, uh, all sorts of stuff, and making sure that uh, where they are landing is somewhat clear. Mm-hmm. Like, if you remember, just before edge speared, uh, Jeff, when he was hanging from the uh, the t- uh, right the harness, yeah, I'm, you can kind of see me down in the lower right hand corner of the screen, trying to pull the ladder as far over to the corner as I can to make sure it's out of the way for the landing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're kind of keeping an eye on things and making sure that trying to make it as safe as possible if that if there is such a thing in such a match uh, for for everyone involved and right. uh, and also. Again, main thing: make sure that everybody is okay. And sometimes you got to use your own judgment because you know there's that mentality. Yeah, I can go. Yeah, I'm okay. And your arm is hanging there. You know what I mean? Like, no, you can't. You know. <laughs> right. Um, and and of course, uh, you talked about of course main eventing, uh, refereeing the main event uh, at the WrestleMania in Orlando, um, or at least uh, half of it. You did split the duties there with Charles Robinson, um, but. What was, uh, you talked about your initial reaction, of course, but uh, do you recall any, um, prior to that, uh, that uh, mania, do you recall receiving any specific advice or general interactions with either match participant uh, prior to the, prior to or following the match? Uh, just, just that, uh, like, I remember the day, the day before when we were sitting uh, with, with our producer and the guys, and, and I just sitting there listening and and what the game plan was for the match, what their plan was and stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, they, they just kind of mentioned to me, they said, uh, uh, we'd like to bump you, but we want to bump you to a point where we take you out of the match. Are you cool with that? And he mm-hmm. said, are you kidding? WrestleMania, whatever you guys want. I'm, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, oh, and then, then the discussion became, what kind of bump do you want to take? And I said, listen, whatever you guys want, I'm, you know, uh, and then Taker just said, uh, are you cool with a big boot? I said, are you kidding? A big boot from the dead man at WrestleMania? I'm mm-hmm. in. <laughs> take it right you know what i mean like right and the other challenge for referee is and i know this sounds like nitpicky but at the same time 
as a referee, you don't bump or shouldn't bump like the boys. You're, it's it's a little thing, and some 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 people say, yeah, that's a, yeah, a little nitpicky. But at the same time, uh, you know, I, 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 me, I'm nitpicky. What can I tell you? Right. I just I just think that as a referee, you shouldn't look like a trained you're trained to take bumps. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Yeah, it, it's it's similar to like a manager taking a bump. I think. Yeah, and so the other discussion was, so if we take you out, we need a second referee, and that's a long entranceway, because we saw (laughs) (laughs) who's going to be the second ref to run down. Almost everybody at the same time said, Charles, he's the only one who could make that run, because he was the only one who, you know, went on his daily jogs and stuff like that, the one who he thought that could actually run down to the ring and still have enough breath to count. (laughs) And, uh, and of course, now as we await this year's Mania um, on April 2nd and 3rd, uh, it's been split, split into two days once again. Uh, is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to, that you're oh. most looking forward to? Yeah, well, after this past Monday night, I, I am very much looking forward to the KO show. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought the Kevin was, uh, was amazing uh, uh, with his uh, fooling the crowd and dressed like Stone Cold. I thought that was so <laughs> Um, I'm looking forward to Charlotte and Ronda to see how that that turns out. I, I am very much looking forward to Brock and and Roman. I think these guys uh, with a winner take all. I guess that's how they're building it now. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if it's supposed to be a unification or just winners gets both titles. Right. Exactly. Because I, maybe that's the reasoning for the specific language winner take all. Mm-hmm. But. I am looking forward to that too, as well, because I think Roman is uh, is really finding a stride right now as, as this uh, this uh, needle mover I am mm-hmm. in God mode and all whatever he's uh, he's saying right now. I think is great. A, I think this is going to be a fun mania. I just oh boy, uh, it is tough these days. You know, the attention span of the of, of the fan, including myself, to have two days right. of whatever it's going to be through four hours per night. I don't know what it's going to be, but. Mm-hmm. No, it, that is a lot to to digest. That's the only thing. It is, and and that's and that's not even just WWE related. I mean, there's a lot of other shows taking place that weekend as well. Absolutely. I mean, you got the NXT show coming. We've got uh, the night before there's SmackDown with the Hall of Fame uh, induction of the Undertaker, and uh, yeah. you know, man, it's it's other companies down there all weekend long. Mm-hmm. You know, I can imagine what it's like for if, if for someone who's going to be in Dallas live. <laughs> 